you this morning with greetings of grace, mercy, and peace from God our Heavenly Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I know I've kind of said it before, but what a what a blessing it is to to be able to be in this spot right here even though my flesh doesn't rejoice in that at all and it sure doesn't sure doesn't want to be here right now but I think we can all all rejoice in that that we've been given that 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 grace to to be a, a child of God given that faith to believe that song I was thinking of thinking of another song this morning that kind of says the same thing about bearing that that cross why is it that uh, that we have to, to bear that cross and it feels lonely at times but it, God gives us the strength to, to carry on and we can be thankful for that It seems so so funny or weird or whatever to me sometimes to think that why have why have I been given the, the grace to believe and not someone else, some unbelieving soul. Like why? Why would it? Why would it be me? Be and not, be me and not him or her or whoever? Who would God actually rather save? Well, the answer I guess is He would want to save save both. He would want to save all of us. Well, it says that He would wouldn't want anybody to perish, but that all would all would believe and. and be able to go on to that that glory in heaven. I'll read this morning from a few places and I don't really know <laughs> how to focus on one. repeat myself so so much but there's a but the word so fully explains and complements itself it seems counterproductive to to have a, a this sinful flesh come up here and try to expound on it and yet it's not that it's not that flesh that, that expounds on it it's not anything of, of my words and it's not anything of my strength it's, it's what God God gives and it seems so often I kind of try to have myself organized or, or have some direction to go when I am to be speaking up here and then by the time I get up here I forget everything that I was thinking about and I can thank God for the for the direction, thank Him for the for the words that that come from my mouth because they aren't mine. I'll read from the ninth chapter of Mark. From the first first verse down to the eighth verse. I may read from, from Luke as well, but, or Matthew, but we'll, we'll see. Reading in Jesus' name. 
And he said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that there be some of them that stand here, which shall not taste of death, till they have seen the kingdom of God come with power. And after six days Jesus taketh with him Peter and James and John, and leadeth them up into an high mountain apart by themselves, and he was transfigured before them. And his raiment became shining, exceeding white as snow, so as no fuller on earth can white them. And there appeared unto them Elias with Moses, and they were talking with Jesus. And Peter answered and said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. And let us make three tabernacles, one for thee, and one for Moses, and one for Elias. For he wist not what to say, for they were sore afraid. And there was a cloud that overshadowed them, and a voice came out of the cloud, saying, This is my beloved Son, hear him. And suddenly when they had looked round about, they saw no man any more, save Jesus only with themselves. Amen. If I may, I would like to also read from the 20th chapter of Matthew. From the first to the 16th verse. So Matthew 20, verse 1. For the kingdom of heaven is like unto a rich man that is an householder, which went out early in the morning to hire laborers into his vineyard. And when he had agreed with the laborers for a penny a day, he sent them into his vineyard. And he went out about the third hour, and saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and said unto them, Go ye also into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right I will give you. And they went their way. Again he went out about the sixth and ninth hour, and did likewise. And about the eleventh hour he went out, and found others standing idle, and said unto them, Why stand ye here all the day idle? They say unto him, Because no man hath hired us. He saith unto them, Go ye also into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right, that shall ye receive. So when even was come, the Lord of the vineyard saith unto his steward, Call the laborers, and give them their hire, beginning from the last unto the first. And when they came out, and when they came that were hired about the eleventh hour, they received every man a penny. And when the first came, they supposed that they should have received more, and they likewise, likewise received every man a penny. And when they had received it, they murmured against the good men of the house, saying, These last have wrought but one hour, and thou hast made them equal unto us, which have borne the burden and heat of the day. But he answered one of them, and said, Friend, I do thee no wrong. Didst didst not thou agree with me for a penny? Take that thine is, and go thy way. I will give unto his last, this last even as unto thee. Is it not lawful for me to do what I will with mine own, is thine, eye, is thine eye evil because I am good? So the last shall be first, and the first last, for many be called, but few chosen. Amen. Both very familiar portions of Scripture, and I don't know necessarily that the connection I see is... is, is totally there but I, I I see we know this this parable of the of the workers and I've just been thinking about this with some ideas that have crept into the Christian church and it's definitely in in other religions and again I don't, I don't want to uh, cut cut the religion the, the people down we, we, we hate the sin we do not hate the sinner but we know that the even the Catholic Church and, and Jehovah's Witness and and others there's a there's a 
idea that there are other, those followers and believers that might be made higher or have more importance in God's kingdom than others. And it is it is a sad thing when we look at the at the Catholic Church and I believe there are many well-intentioned people and, and good and kind people that are Catholics. We know that. But they've put people, flesh, they've put man before God. They have made that, made an, an intercessor or, or an, an advocate with someone other than, than Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior, there's, there's much uh, idolizing in, in, in the Pope or, or in Mary even. And we can read, not that, I mean, so often it seems like what Jesus says is almost sounds rude, rude just reading it off the paper. And we know that Jesus definitely loved his mother, but... I should try to find it, but we know what, that it says there when they're saying, this is your mother, and he says, well, essentially she, she is no more than, no more than any, any child of God. And you wonder how it is that, that a, a, a belief system could be looking at the same book as we look at and not see those verses. As this parable here says that there's, there's each of those workers hired on for the same for the same reward, and we think at that Easter time about that that thief on that that cross. And we think of of. Well, I think of, of John the Baptist and, and the, the work he had done and, and the, the commitment he gave to the gospel message and that, that message of, of repentance. And it seems like he would be a, a more important man in our eyes. And yet only, well, we don't know the timeline, but only moments before the end of that, that thief's life, he was given that grace to believe. He was given that same, that same assurance, that blessed, blessed assurance that his sins are forgiven through this man that was on the cross beside him. And John knew of that promise as well. In the end, there was there was no difference between that man and, and, and John. And on that judgment day, they will both stand before God, and God will see see that perfection given to them through Christ, and nothing of their own work. And then back into to Mark here. This account of the transfiguration. And truly I think I might have been the same as, as Peter. And I would have been thinking to myself even because he kind of singled singled me out to bring me up there to, to witness this great thing that and I don't think it says that there but I don't think I'm, maybe I'm putting too much into that but I would kind of think well I must maybe be a little bit more important than these others that I would be able to witness this there has to be some reason that I was I was here. 
Peter answered and said, Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. And let us make three tabernacles, one for thee, and one for Moses, and one for Elias. And we know the, uh, the, the significance of, of, of seeing, of having Moses and, and Elias there, representing the, uh, the law and the prophets. But I also see I guess a, a, a double importance there in that they were disappeared or that they were gone. It says, And suddenly when they looked round about, they saw no man anymore save Jesus only with themselves. <coughs> yes, I, I absolutely believe and agree with the importance of, of Jesus being there left alone, that, that the law and the prophets are fulfilled in Christ. And that there is no more need to look unto any, anyone else's understanding or teaching but, but Christ and to look, look to this word. But I also see a, a, a a picture of how I believe and I hope I, I am not I don't <coughs> while I believe I believe it that there's in God's eyes and what an amazing thing to think that when God looks at me he loves me just as much as he loves Moses. And like I said, I, it, the, the uh, some religions, Christian, Christian religions, that they believe that well we know that there are those that believe that well no we're not even we're not even going to get to heaven we know that heaven has been reserved and it's already filled up and I don't I can't find any any proof of that in the scripture I don't know where that would be but even down to a number of 144,000 I think it is that there are those that believe that that's how many there are allowed in, in, in heaven and, and that number's already filled up I don't know how they figured how it's already filled up or if it was even 144,000 who they've who they've placed on that list that that VIP list I guess you could say that why were these 144,000 and they've, they've named and numbered them enough to, to know that that's filled up And that the rest of us, we would be here in this new earth, however they interpret that. But I don't think that's a, a correct teaching when we look into God's Word. And even then, I maybe was making too light of it just now. Saying that they, I don't know how, who or what they may have named as being on that list, but we know this word doesn't list those people. So whose understanding is that that we would be putting someone on this list before us, or putting someone higher than us? That is our our own understanding, and even like I said, it seems by my own understanding. Well, definitely every believing name in this book I would put on that list before me. 
but I see it as a beautiful thing in there, and I hope I, I hope I'm not understanding it incorrectly, but I. Even with uh, Moses and Elias not being there with Christ, we see that we are not to, not to to look unto them as being anything anything greater. The greatest, the only. I mean, even even Jesus has said that. Why callest thou me good? There is none good, except my Father. I have a hard time thinking how I would not think of as, as Christ being good, but He knows. He knows where that glory belongs, and that glory is, is where I would like to place it as well. On that grace of our Father that has been extended to each one of us. Even further along in this chapter here, yeah, the same same chapter, the thirty third verse. And he came to Capernaum, and being in the house, he asked them, "What was it that you disputed among yourselves by the way?" But they held their peace, for by the way they had disputed among themselves who should be the greatest. And he sat down and called the twelve and said unto them, If any man desire to be first, the same shall be last of all, the servant and servant of all. And he took a child and set him in the midst of them. And when he had taken him in his arms, he said unto them, Whosoever shall receive one of such children in my name receiveth me, and whosoever shall receive me receiveth not me but him that sent me. I think in, in, in Matthew, or I think it's in Matthew that it tells who who that was. That was maybe there are two different situations. I think it's the same the same the same story, just a different account. That who it was that was disputing, or was it the mother of? mother of Zebedee's children with her sons and she asked that grant that these my two sons may sit the one on the right hand and the other on the left in thy kingdom and Jesus answers that that's not his to, to, to give and it seems so so amazing there that there's these followers there right with Christ and I think of that one verse in in Peter and I don't know that I, maybe I read that wrong too but I, I when I read that I think of yeah maybe this isn't Maybe I, I, I attribute it to, to something that it isn't. But in, in Peter it says, And if ye call on the Father, who without respect of persons, judgeth according to every man's work, pass the time of your sojourning here in fear. And maybe it's not... I believe it is scriptural, though, that that even Christ here speaking to the mother of those of his two disciples that he has no no respect of persons and our heavenly father has no respect of persons in, in what we have done or or how high on the the scale we are 
but he judges uh, judges judgeth us east according to our works and, and commands that we would pass our sojourning here in fear that fear of the Lord which leads us to this word and, and, and brings us closer to Christ. And I think I read this often as well. I can I might read a few more verses here. In Romans 8, from the ninth verse on, But ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwells in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if we live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the spirit do mortify the deeds of of the body, ye shall live. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And of children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. What a beautiful thing that is that we can say that we are joint heirs with Christ. And I think of of, of these godly men in the, in this in this word, and I think of godly men that have gone on before that we have known. I don't want to really single anyone out, but I think of Uncle Dick. down I, I know wasn't a perfect man but it almost takes me some some convincing of myself to even believe that example he was to me and how much I even see that almost that sense that there was no respect of persons with him flesh doesn't like any 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 correction we know that because this flesh is at, at enmity with that spirit 
but I never never stopped Uncle Dick from offering me correction or rebuking however I may have been Like I said, it's not the the one side of me didn't like to hear anything like what he might have to say about those things. But oh, that each one of us would have that that love of God in us. Not that we would want to uh, bring anyone down, but that we would, if it is given to us to say that we might be able to correct our neighbors, and it's not it's not a, a thing that. seems like we should have any any part in doing and yet would we not rather direct someone to this word than to let them carry on in their sin and and, and pray also that others would would bring this word to us if we're the ones that need it of course and maybe I'm getting a little off on a a side here but that, that love of God is not that love of man and it is not that 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 as it says that we would look to those things above and not the things of this earth. And we might be able to help those that are that might be looking at the things of this earth too much. Those believers. Because it is they may not I can't find it right off the I won't even try to find it, but that the this flesh doesn't like any of that that reproof or, or rebuke in the moment, that chastisement. But that we might be able to have that strength to show that love and, and to pray that we would do it in the right heart. I said with Uncle Dick, it never, I never, never once, as much as I didn't like to hear it, I never once thought though, what does this guy know about what I need to do and why does he have any, any say in how I should be thinking or acting? Pray also that it, that if you might have the the strength to to show somebody this word that if they show it to you as well that you would be able to accept it graciously. That might be the harder the harder part because it never seems as though. Anybody ever is coming to you with the right heart when they want to tell you maybe you're not maybe you're not on the right path here. But look to God's word and, and see what God's word has to say about that. If you don't it's 
further and further down that, that road of, of not wanting to deal with that or, or not wanting to think about it. It leads us deep, deeper and, and further into sin. that and, and it's a good thing to remember how we are not there is no difference in 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 anyone else in the world there's I, he said that it was uh it's not sin that 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 separates us from God and, and on one hand I don't know how I understand that I guess but but it is the unbelief that separates us from God. We know that we are all sinners. And we know that everyone in this world is a sinner. The only difference is that we are sinners that are saved by grace. Be thankful if you can know that within your heart and know it fully. Here it says, but the scripture hath concluded all under sin, that the promise by faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. But before faith came, we were kept under the law, shut up, shut up unto the faith which should afterwards be revealed. Wherefore the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ, that we might be justified by faith. But after that faith has come, we are no longer under a schoolmaster, for ye are all are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Christ. And if ye be Christ, then ye are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. That promise is there for every every human that has ever lived and like I was thinking at the, the at the beginning here how is it that I've been given that 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 grace and that faith to believe and not somebody who who is living in unbelief I believe that every every human here has that that uh that soul that that was given by God But it is unbelief and sin that, that separates them from, from, from that reward in heaven that is, that is awaiting everyone if they are given that grace to believe. don't understand why that is but as it says that I, I, I believe that the that that soul cries out for that word and it's, it cries out for the, for for Christ and I think that's why there's so much 
hatred towards towards this that flesh fighting so I mean I mean the, the unbelievers hatred for this word it's that flesh battling against that spirit as it says that if Christ tells well when the scribes and Pharisees are, are telling Christ that his believers his followers there should quiet down they're they're rejoicing too much or whatever and Christ says that if they, if these were to shut their mouths that even the even the stones maybe I'm I'm quoting it wrong but even the stones would cry out we are all God's creation And even those unbelievers, I believe that soul is crying out and it, it desires, as it says here, that it desires that true milk of the word. We are, we are all just babies, I suppose, those children of God. It says, unless we become as those little children, we shall not enter in the kingdom of heaven. We need that. We need our only sustenance and our only hope and our only fulfillment is in Christ, which is this, this living word that has been given to us. There is no other way to heaven except through Christ. And there is no other way for, for unbelievers to get to heaven except through Christ. And that faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. As I was listening to a sermon just on the way here this morning, our our commandment is that we would be preachers of this word, each of us as believers. It is not a, 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 a station only for those who stand in this position in the church, but it is a, is a, a station that each one of us has. And yes, that, that, that flesh may fight and that flesh may, may hate and, and persecute any, any, hearing of that word but if it says that, that that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God it is our duty and our commandment that we would continue to preach this word to everyone and even as, as, as Christ commands before going home that that, that message of, of repentance and remission of sins through his blood and belief in Him is the only way that we anyone may get to heaven. Pray that we would each, each be given that strength to to continue to preach that word on this world. Doesn't want any part in that. think of it that the those souls of even those people that are so against Christianity and so against Jesus and, and have no need for them I, we have to know that that soul cries out for, for Christ and it is not, not our duty to win souls and it is not our duty to make converts but it is our duty to, to to look to Jesus and if we are looking to Jesus that, that word will be given us to speak to others and it is nothing of our own doing it is God that gives the increase I don't know I forget exactly the words but it says that 
of the word which does not return void. That doesn't necessarily mean the words that we speak might be heard. That doesn't necessarily mean that 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 person we speak to might believe. But it does its work. Those words are not our own. We should not expect to see any any result that we can measure. We don't we don't know the condition of a, of a person or may not see them again and may not know what condition they were in but it is God that does that work afterward it is God's it is God's word it is God's seed that is planted there it is not it is not our own there is nothing that we can do past preaching and and given this this gift that we have been so abundantly given given been given We have so much that we can give to others. And I think of that that God wishes not that anyone would perish. And so much it is easier for us to to want to think like, oh, this bad person in the world and Maybe me, me more than most people. I feel like, well, somebody could just get rid of that guy, and, and this might be good, and get rid of this guy, and, and this might work out. I am no more no more worthy of that grace than the the worst the worst sinner on this earth, and. and As it says in, in this word that, and, and we feel it, I feel it so often too that, that we are, that I am the chief of sinners. But I have been given that grace to believe, and that is the only thing that makes me worthy in God's eyes when I stand next to whatever unrepentant murderer or or liar or thief in the world. And we know as as Christ has said and expanded on those on that law doesn't take much looking at our own lives and sounding it up next to God's to, to Christ's words here, to realize that we are the worst sinners, the worst murderers, and the worst liars and and deceivers there are. And yet that 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 grace has been given to me, and and that that blood of Christ has has washed me white as snow, that I might be spotless and blameless before God pray that we each each might draw nearer to this word that we might be able to go boldly before that throne of grace not bold in ourselves but bold in the fact that we know that Christ's work has been done and it has been done for us and that we might have the, the the faith to continue to believe that to that last day that we might hear those those words, "Come, ye blessed of my Father." In Jesus' name, Amen. Shall we receive the benediction? Now may the Lord bless thee and keep thee. May the Lord make His face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. May the Lord lift his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.
Thank you, everyone.